0: elementary penitentiary. In their role as prison guards, all teachers are responsible for losing the keys. My dear readers, I have a confession to make regarding last week's letter. To my great regret and shame, yes, I must admit it, I have trolled you. Yes, I know, you would never expect such a thing from one such as I, but here am I, having taken a page right out of the alt-right handbook and performed a regular troll. You see, The Duck Stack doesn't have any paid subscribers. Yes, as you know, the Duck Stack is supported entirely by contributions to your PBS station by viewers like you. Indeed, any paid subscribers I may have are either one imaginary or two CIA assets. Any CIA members reading the Duck Stack would be considered paid viewers, in that I pay taxes in order for them to view my content, so that they can make sure I don't attend any political rallies in favor of my country. To any imaginary CIA viewers reading the duck stack, welcome. Help yourself to the imaginary chips. Regular readers don't have access to the imaginary chips. That's for paid subscribers only. History. At this time, according to our best scientific measurements, my life is one-third sleeping, one-third working, and one-third scrubbing materialized marker off of the walls. Everyone is born with superpowers, it says so in Corinthians. My son's gift of the Spirit is the ability to teleport, or form, crayons and markers into his hand. Truly a marvelous gift for building the kingdom of God. Truly a wondrous blessing. He's going to be a flowchart man, I can tell. Think of the children. I had a high school feng shui teacher, I think her actual subject was English, but mostly she spent her classes talking about feelings and alignment and stuff, and she once made us watch some movie about some dude's sex life with a girl named Summer, and I developed a crush on the girl next to me because we were the only ones obviously uncomfortable with this. Anyway, I remember one of this teacher's sermons was on how children's books are the most profound thing ever, basically on the lines of everything I need to know in life I learned in kindergarten, except she thought it was really deep. And then she read us a bunch of books for kindergartners and asked us all to clap when one of the characters learned to be nice or share their toys or whatever. I, being a child myself, of course recognize the value of children's values, but I also, being an adult, recognize the value of adult values, such as temperance. A lot of this is idealism, a desire to believe the world has simple solutions. Nationalism and land disputes and complicated dealings with the pride of your neighbor would be a lot simpler if well just everyone's share would actually fix it, or if you could get the government to stop taxing you by being kind to it, but in most non-play situations, I feel there's a really complicated matrix of little virtues and priorities at work, and the only thing that really helps you through them is the big virtues. Humility, discernment, forbearance, charity, discipline. When you really meditate on applying any of these to a big situation, it gets exhausting fast. In figuring out a strategy for some relationships, my wife and I have spent hours because there are just so many variables. The fantasy of children's books is to sell a story where most of these variables don't matter and can be safely discarded. The danger here is that people start to think Christ gives people a pass based on difficulty. They calibrate their normal to Harry Potter's petty classmates antichrist Nemesis, and then when they get hit a real-life situation, that's the template they apply. And if something falls outside their complexity baseline, such as the church's stance on gay marriage, for example, they either try to solve it with children's values, just love and be nice, okay? Or assume it's fake outright. Celibacy? Jesus would never ask such a hard thing of anyone. That has to be outside his plan. John C. Wright once wrote that women are horrible at writing combat, Because they don't have, or develop, or aren't taught, a sense of chivalry. As he puts it, if you best a man in combat, men extend the hand to help him up as an ally. He's lower on the hierarchy now, but his position is explicit, having been proven in combat, and there's a respect between the parties now. However, what monster would attack a woman? If a woman enters combat, it is because every other venue of recourse has been lost. She is a mother bear at last resort to protect her cubs, and will attack as violently, viciously, and brutally as possible. Because of this nature, John C. Wright says, this is how women tend to write fight scenes. Very binary good evil, and not a lot of middle resolutions. My high school teacher reminded me of this. Stuff about chakras and the rest of the homeopathic package are of the same principle. Fast and simple solutions that don't require grappling with anything messy. There is probably also an element of wanting to feel in control. Persuasion, diplomacy, forgiveness, misunderstandings, the human element, these are always the high uncertainty portions of our lives. Any solution to our problems without these variables, even if the solution has no explainable impact on the problem, has appeal based off of advertised convenience alone. A short horror piece. Drip, 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 drip. A short fashion piece. Drip, trip, 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 a short fashion horror piece. Davy Jones attended the Met Gala this week, a sign he has been fully accepted into high society and finally left the low society geographically. He wore a stunning dress of electric eels and live octopuses with a tuxedo coat of fishes, which sources say he would occasionally feed to the rest of his getup. Sources say the caterers were incensed by this, as if he had brought a homemade peanut butter jelly sandwich to a fancy restaurant. To make things worse, he kept greeting everyone with, well met, well met, though perhaps he just thinks this is what you are supposed to do at the Met Gala. In any case, the final straw was during the square dance, where his octopoid garments would cling to and occasionally strangle his partners to death, which left many of the women quite put out. Looks like Davy Jones will be returning to his life as a sea hobo, as I do not think he will be re-invited to the gala anytime soon.